From the Capitol in Madison, this is Wiz Politics Midday. Hello, this is reporter Kate Morton with WISPolitics.com here with another midday podcast brought to you by Spectrum. Today, I'm here with my colleague Adam Kellenhofer here to give you an update on some elections happening next week in Milwaukee. So, Adam, why don't you give us a little bit of background? Yeah. Hi, Kate. So uh, we have at least one very significant election coming up in Milwaukee on April 5th. That, uh, we have the mayoral race. So Milwaukee uh, doesn't like to pick a new mayor very frequently. I shouldn't say that they don't have elections frequently, but usually when they elect a mayor, they continuously elect that mayor term after term after term. So this could be a significant election also because we might actually see Milwaukee's first elected black mayor. So back in 2004, Marvin Pratt, a black man, served as the acting mayor of Milwaukee for a little while um, until there was a general election on that race just a a short while later. So um, we might see our first black elected mayor of Milwaukee. That would definitely be significant. Some other significant things to note here turnout could play a a pretty major factor in this race, Kate. So in the uh, primary for this election a few months ago, uh, we saw about a 22% voter turnout, and a lot of people were saying they were disappointed with that turnout. It's a lot lower than we see in a lot of other general elections and uh, primaries. However, uh, one thing that's really important to note about that primary and also kind of transfers over into this April 5th election, The mayor position is pretty much the only or the most significant position on the ballot. And mayoral races don't really drive turnout numbers up to the same level that we see with presidential elections. So uh, I talked to Milwaukee Election Commission Executive Director Claire Woodall-Vogg on this. Uh, She was unwilling to speculate on uh, turnout for that April 5th general election. She said, Uh, She made a prediction about the primary, and she was uh, very disappointed about her prediction. It was way off, so she didn't want to make another prediction. Uh, But she said it's uh, likely we're also going to see some lower turnout numbers at that general election. So that'll be something to watch out for 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 sure. Um, Also on the turnout front, uh, we've seen an interesting development with uh, ballot drop boxes in Milwaukee. So... Uh, Last year, a Waukesha County judge ruled that drop boxes were not allowed, according to state law, um, as long as they were unstaffed. Uh, But Milwaukee has found a way to move around that uh, ruling. They have about nine staffed drop boxes around the city where voters can drop off their absentee early voting ballots. So uh, what's interesting about that also is only about half of those who requested absentee ballots have actually returned those to the drop boxes. So um, that'll definitely be an interesting thing to watch for for turnout. I'll be curious to see if any of those absentee drop boxes actually boosted turnout numbers up at all, uh, because that's been, you know, kind of a focus from Republicans uh, dating back to the 2020 general election, which I'll be honest, it still feels like we're um, in. So but there's also some interesting things going on in another race in the Milwaukee area. Is that right, Kate? Yeah, so as you know, this week, Adam, the campaign finance reports came in, and based on those reports, Judge Kornblum did outraise Lazar, but uh, it's important to note that a lot of that amount did come from loans to her campaign. 
Okay, Kate. So that's definitely interesting. Campaign finance is a really important part for kind of trying to predict who could be the front runner in a race. Uh, but why don't you talk more about these candidates? We, kn- I know that um, you know judicial races try to sometimes, at least in Wisconsin, be nonpartisan. Uh, but I also know that there are political leanings for pretty much everyone. So who's the conservative and who's the liberal candidate here? And what are they saying about each other? Yeah, so this has definitely been a bit of a tense race, especially in the past couple of weeks. So as I said, uh, Judge Kornblum was appointed by Governor Tony Evers is and is more Democratic-leaning, whereas Judge Lazar is a conservative justice. That's how she's described herself and has praised the judges like, for example, Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia. Um, Some of the things that the two are saying about each other, they're certainly saying a lot. There's a bit of tension at the moment between the two campaigns. Kornblum has condemned an ad from a group that is basically implying that she has some kind of responsibility in the Waukesha Christmas Parade tragedy. Um, and notes that she worked for Milwaukee County DA John Chisholm. The ad doesn't come from the Lazar campaign. It's actually from a group called the Wisconsin Reform Fund. The Kornblum campaign has called for it to be removed and for Lazar to condemn the ad. On the Lazar side, she has called ads from Kornblum about her misleading. Specifically, there's an ad Kornblum released about a case where she sentenced a a former federal agent from Oconomowoc to 11 months in jail instead of the recommended seven years from prosecutors. The ad also includes Lazar saying that it wasn't a case where the defendant, quote, broke into someone's home, held a knife to someone's neck he didn't know, and raped her. Lazar hadn't hasn't publicly addressed those remarks, but she has argued in a press release that the ad's misleading and doesn't consider all the facts of the case. So definitely there's been some heating up over the past few weeks, and we'll have to see what happens on Tuesday. Yeah, Kate, I am very much looking forward to see the results of that Tuesday election. Um, One other interesting thing to note really quick on those campaign finance numbers, uh, in the mayoral race, the state parties contributed Uh, to both campaigns, but there was a big difference in uh, contributions to Donovan and Johnson. So the state Democratic Party contributed $100,000 to Cavalier Johnson's campaign. And Kate, on the flip side of that, former Southwest Side Alderman Bob Donovan did not receive any money from the state Republican Party. However, the Milwaukee County Republican Party donated $1,250 to Donovan's campaign. So you can definitely see a contrast between contributions. Uh, I know this is technically a nonpartisan race, but uh, I think we all know which uh, candidate is the conservative and which candidate is the liberal here. So uh, that's definitely an interesting thing to know. All right, Adam. Well, thanks for the update on that election, and we'll have to stay tuned to see what happens next week. But for now... I'm Kate Morton. And I'm Adam Kelnhofer. Thanks for tuning in to another Midday Podcast brought to you by Spectrum. This has been WizPolitics Midday. For more state government and political news, visit WizPolitics.com.